Wait, no, I have I have a perfect thing to say to start out the podcast. I have a fun okay, fact. Okay, before you do that, I want you to know, we have just recorded you saying I have a perfect <laughs> thing to say at the start of... I'm, I'm Everything's planned. <laughs> Everything's is manufactured. Nothing is real. <laughs> Everything's a script. We're in the Matrix. Yeah. Right anyway, here. can I say my... Wait. I want to make sure that you're facing this. The, yeah. the audio is going to come this way towards the microphone. Okay. You can Ow. say it I now. hate my elbow. That's... <laughs> All right. All right, perfect. Now. That's our, that's our theme song. Now. Okay. I... Fun fact. No, now. Fun fact. <laughs> Did you guys know <laughs> that John Travolta is allowed to commit murder <laughs> under the veil of Scientology? Oh, by, by like Scientology, yeah, religion. So he has reached is a, this new news. He he has reached a level in Scientology where he is referred to as like a kakan. I'm not making this up. Okay, he's referred to as a kakan. John Travolta, you know, the lead actor from the hit movie Old Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> the oh. yeah, he if he he. I'm trying to think of any movie that I've actually seen John Travolta in. Greece. And I, I've never seen Greece. You've never seen Greece? That was the gayest thing ever. Greece. Greece? (laughs) (laughs) Excuse Um, me? The only thing I know... No, I saw him in... Did you ever see Face Off? I saw him in Hairspray. Okay. And I saw him... I don't remember what it was, but he got, like, Botox in the movie. That was Old Dogs. Old Dogs? That was Old Dogs. (laughs) That hit movie. (laughs) Which, back to Old Dogs, back to John Travolta, if he sees someone and thinks that murdering them is, like, a good option, Mm -hmm. Scientology is, like, chill with that. He's, like, reached a certain level in Scientology. Is that something in their doctrine? Yes. I also like that hearing about this, I am mostly reminded of the chilling adventures of Sabrina and their religion in worshipping Satan. It's actually just a parallel satire to real life. That show makes me super uncomfortable, by the way. I love that show. No, the show is I was about to say something really awful. Chilling of uh, the the chilling adventures of Sabrina. I haven't seen it. It's, it's very that's fine. I've so we have don't like like and no 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 no. It's it's I'm the show is mm-hmm. good. Okay, the, the witchcraft Nobody in it is creepily accurate. So like oh no, that's why I love it. That makes me super uncomfortable because they oh, start yeah, like no. they start like. Doing actual, uh, uh, like, Latin She's like, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to sign my name in the book of the devil. And then people come over like, no, you should. And I'm like, ugh. Here are all the reasons why you should. I'm like, no. Yeah, no, I don't, don't really mess with, people like... People listen to this. Like, people do this. Yes. <laughs> I don't really They're mess... Scientology. I don't really mess with, like, witches and, like, Satanism. No. Like, even, like, when I was a little kid. Like, my mom was really oh. weird about witches when I was a kid. Like, I think she, I honestly think she was abducted by a witch when she was a kid. Like, she's so weird about him. Maybe. To, like, to, like, the point where, like, when I was, like... Maybe your mom is Sabrina. When I was, like, a little tiny child, I would, like, be in the middle of, like, the party store. And I would pick out, you know, like, a cute little witch hat. And I'd go up to my mom and I'd be like, Mom, look, I'm a witch. And she'd be like, take that off right like, now. It, it and I was like, oh, my God. uncomfortable because it's, like, real. Like the uh, everything they're talking about that is makes like, that makes a lot of sense. That's it's like a very how I conceive of the why someone would be see the other side because the they're like because the Dark Lord is the God of free will, and I'm like that is exactly what I think people would be saying, and I don't 
I don't like it. But well, I think that's the exact thing that they're trying to put out there. Uh-huh. And that's the exact thing they're... I don't want to use the word preying on. But is people's misconceptions and prior conceptions mm-hmm. of, like, Satanism and things like that. Cause they do life, eventually have them be evil. Like, they see, eventually they're like, no, he's bad. Like, and I'm like, thank you for that, at least. Yeah. No, they, like, try to do the whole thing at first where it's like, oh, it's free will. And then it's like, no, 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 I'm just fucking kidding you. But, like... No, but the thing starts off, it's like, Satanism in real life are just atheists. Yeah, they're but, edgy atheists. But then, and it got... Edgier than regular atheists. It got in this whole conflict on the show where they use a, a statue of Bahamut, or however you say the the idol's Baphomet. name. Baphomet. Mm-hmm. And, um, Baphomet is the D&D dragon. Yeah! <laughs> Always get them confused. Um, <laughs> Shelby doesn't know enough about D&D. <laughs> there's, like a law, there's like a lawful good I dragon god. I feel like, hey... I know a good amount about Satanism. <laughs> Let's hope no one from my church hears this. <laughs> All right, into the podcast. Just that. Does knowing more about Christianity give you a plus or minus to Satanist check? Well, uh, I, I for the longest, I for the longest time like rejected even learning about I, that stuff, and then like I, I befriended a guy in high school who was a Wiccan, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so he just kind of like talked to me about that stuff. But he was also an idiot, so See, I didn't really to, learn a lot. Of stuff. To That's answer Solange's question. You can use your knowledge Christianity stat, but you roll with disadvantage. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, now that we've made this a nerd show. Um, yeah, just... well, I mean, we did start out by talking... We ta- started out talking about John Travolta, a totally serious thing that everyone wants to hear about. Scientology is a murder. very interesting topic. What's, what's interesting is there are still Satan worshippers out there that are fighting against the name Satanism because they're like, it's not Satanism, you know? Like, Satanism is something different. And it's like, I feel bad for all, like, the Satan worshippers out there that, yeah, like, now have a bad name on them. Satanists are, like, spicy atheists. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I have never heard a more true statement about Yeah, anything. like, you know how they have extreme Doritos? Yes. <laughs> Satanists are the talkies to, like, atheist Doritos. Okay, do you guys, right. like... Do, do an intro? <laughs> All right. Is this an intro? Our, have, we have not said our names on this podcast. Oh yet. wow! I just I figured. Like, I thought everybody knew. Me. Have, <laughs> they've been dispersed in like a Quentin Tarantino opening scene where it's like I'm gonna land this as it goes along. Yeah, this is the opening to Pulp Fiction. We're right doing now. a Tarantino style where we start the movie with the end of it. <laughs> where's my Oscar? What did you? Oh, where's your Oscar? Yeah, you were you reaching for said? something as you said that. Where's my Oscar? And that if was the you joke. if you had said where's my Oscar as you're like looking oh, around, oh, here for it, it is. I thought you were like, I, I was like that can't be what he said. <laughs> yeah. And then you picked up the uh, anyway. Welcome to <laughs> actors acting natural. Actors acting natural. Clearly, uh, <laughs> I'm your gingerest host, Jonah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Solange. I'm your second gingerest host, Shelby Randall. Solange, we will henceforth be well, regarding to as the non-superlative host. Um, the blondest host. Uh, sure. And then yes. Shelby is the halfway dare, point. <laughs> dare I say it, the mustachiest. Shelby's the <laughs> That's half That's true. Witch. I do have a mustache right now. Mm-hmm. It's not coming in very well, but it's yeah. there. Um, and also starring Moose, because uh, she won't dog, shut up. Moose whimpering. <laughs> Uh, this is the podcast that we've been planning to do since the Laramie Project in the summer of 
2018. Oh, God. That's, that's such a long time. Well, it's Solange's fault for going and trying to, like, pursue yeah. better things. For, like, <laughs> getting for into a school, school in Texas. What an idiot. <laughs> what an what a actor with actual dreams and aspirations that he plans on attaining. I hope a casting director listens to this 20 years later and is like, oh, that's that shitbag that auditioned. <laughs> Look, he's on a podcast. <laughs> I'll be like, cool. Um, I'm famous. To, to give the listeners more of a perspective, when we were planning this show, we were planning on doing a movie, or I don't know if we still are, doing a movie review at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. And the movie we were planning on reviewing was going to be A Quiet Place, <laughs> which I feel like everything ago. has been said that should be said about hey, A Quiet we, Place. Hey, but Bird Box I is out I have no now. original Bird thoughts. Box is out, which is I basically A Quiet it. Place, but with blindness. I watched a, a commentary video on a bird box and they started out the commentary video by going, this movie's basically a big F you to John Krasinski. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And just being like, oh, your like. kids can't talk? Our kids can't see. So take that. But like, I had come up with like a whole game based around A Quiet Place. Are you we gonna play in the Listen, okay. Was it going to be a silent it was gonna. It was yes. going to be, I'm going to describe a parody of A Quiet Place to you and you have to tell me the name of that movie. <laughs> and I had like five, five scenarios of this. We could still do that. Yeah. I feel like A Quiet Place is still relevant. That, which is why I'm Is one of the scenarios here. like the plot of Bird Box? <laughs> No, I love okay. it. Jonah I, actually predicted Bird Box. I wrote... Oh my gosh. Okay, if you predicted <laughs> well, Bird Box, this the, the views of this podcast will like shoot up from our family to like other people's families. We should try right. to release this six months ago. So, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say the first one. Yeah. And we'll see okay. if you catch on to like the theme of how this is going. Okay. I'm ready. Um so the first one is a movie where John Krasinski and family must make as much noise as possible and break everything in sight, or the monster will kill them. <laughs> What's Wait, that movie? Shelby's House. <laughs> oh, so we have to come up with names for it. Yes. Um, a Loud Place. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm have, sorry for originality. <laughs> I have written down A Riot Place. <laughs> I was close. That's, I feel like I should get a point. That's the best one. All right. Jonas Mo- was the best one. Movie two. Jonas got to write him before. <laughs> movie two of five. A movie where the monster will kill them if they eat any carbohydrates. Uh, a carbohydrate place? Hey, uh, oh, 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 what is it called? What is it called when somebody has a gluten intolerance? Oh, it's uh, called gluten celiac, intolerance. Celiac disease. Uh, a celiac place. All right. That's, that's good. Right? I'm sorry. That's not the correct answer was a diet place. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I hate this game. <laughs> Move on to three of five. All right, three of five. The movie where the monster kills anyone not driving an Italian car. A Bugatti place? (laughs) I feel like Jonah made this game just for us to lose. Yeah. (laughs) Just like in a coin. I want it to be a Bugatti place. All right, it's a Fiat place. Oh, that's so much better. (laughs) It's a Bugatti in an Italian car. It's gotta be. It's Bugatti. I thought you said something else at the beginning. You want a Bugatti? You want a Maserati? You better work, Finch. (laughs) Alright. I don't like the next one as much, but I have... (laughs) I I think I'm gonna get this one. A movie where John Krasinski must keep a plane up in the air at all times, and the monster will kill his family if he ever lands. A flying place. It better be. Bird box. <laughs> I want 
that answer. Change uh, whatever you I, want. I, all right, it's a bird box. Um, it's a pilot place. <laughs> That's pretty cute. I don't think anything's gonna beat a Fiat place. No, you didn't pick the flying place. No, I just came up with a riot place, and I was like, I gotta come up with four more to make this a thing worth doing. Um, the last one. That'd be um, like a good club. That'd be a good like name for like a club. The riot place. The riot place. Like, yo, we're going place. to the riot place tonight. Simultaneously, sounds like a really bad name for a club. It's like we're going to the riot place. All I've right. only been to like we- two clubs, so I'm not a really good judge. I, me either. How many riots have you been to? How many, riots, how many riots have you been in show? I wouldn't been to participated in or seen. I wouldn't want to join any club that would have me as a member. Uh, thank you, Cracho <laughs> Mike. Okay, good. We're on, we're on Last five one. Five. Yeah. A movie where the monster hunts everyone named Erp in the town of Purgatory, which is a bit of a reference, but is this like a Steven Universe reference? No. <laughs> I just want to know the reference. I Can feel like I'm hint? at a disadvantage. Can we get a hint? Um. Uh. Everyone in the in uh, hunts everyone named Erp in the town of Purgatory. If I give you like the actual thing that that's from, then you would just have the name. But uh, like Winona Erp is a show that's out right now. That if you knew <laughs> anything about place? that show, at least uh, a Stranger Things. I'm just getting Stranger Things. Have you watched Stranger Things? Yes. Okay. Is Winona you, Ryder you in anything it? else? You Not Winona get- Ryder. Oh, I thought Why, you were using the Herp show as a is name called place. Winona Earp. The show is called Winona Earp. I don't have no. I idea. can't remember a time we weren't talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. All right. I, you've said Earp so many times. It's lost. Do you want to say? A, do you want to say a name, Shelby? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna the Winona Ryder place. This is the a Wyatt Earp place or, or a Wyatt place. I feel like I could have just put a bunch of syllables together and it yeah. would have eventually been that. I would like all the listeners to know that Solange just pulled out a tiny Solange, a tiny live, comb to brush live. his mustache. <laughs> Look, I haven't been able to do this on a solid month. You know how stressful it is. You don't have a comb? No. There are I'm no saying, combs in Texas? What I'm saying is I shaved my beard a I, month ago. Okay. And I, I, I was I gonna used say, to I guarantee you there are Texas-shaped combs. <laughs> oh. Are we that far along? <laughs> I, I haven't been able yeah. to brush my beard with my comb, and now I have somewhat of a mustache. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna comb it. So yeah, original. You live in Texas. You don't know about Wyatt Earp. I have no idea what you're saying right now. I really, you like really a famous gunslingers. You story. really could just be making oh. up a person, and I wouldn't know. Look, I don't have internet on this computer right now, but you can Google Wyatt Earp, and you will get results. Okay. You know Benjamin Wagstaff. Like he's. Solange, there are yeah, characters right? in DR named after the story from of Wyatt Earp. Those Doc, Ho- Doc Holliday is a character from Wyatt Earp's life. Ah. Also, check out Jonah's um, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, uh, that's up mostly up on YouTube. There are a few episodes up on the podcast of okay. uh, Aspiring Dungeon Master. Like the first mm-hmm. four, I'm in some of those. The first four episodes of Princes of the Apocalypse are up on the podcast uh-huh. thing. And then since then, we've just been doing the Urban Shadows game. For, for, for a point of reference for the audience, Jonah's kind of like, like a, a, a drug dealer that runs out of drugs. Because like, he starts these D&D games, and I get really invested, and I'm like, you know, maybe I'll like this. And then I try some, and I'm like... Okay, this is pretty good. I mean, maybe I'll get some more, and then I get some more, and then finally I'm addicted, and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Hey, Jonah, when is our next game?" And Jonah's like, "No, <laughs> I want no, 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 no." no I would say Jonah is like a drug dealer who's um, 
I refer to myself in the third person uh-huh. now, uh, <laughs> whose customers come and he have they have his drugs and they like continue getting his drugs. And then they move to Texas and make their own drugs. Yeah. I once referred to Jonah as if Gumby never went outside. <laughs> I've never heard that before, but I, I can't. It was think on of my list else. of things during Do, our show. Just, during Spelling Bee, when, yes. I, when I had to make roasts for everybody, that was one of them. And then I went, no, that's too mean. I <laughs> would have died on stage. I really hate that I don't, I, I didn't save a lot of those. It makes me really sad. But I was a, I was the roast queen for like a semester. What an amazing show. Just the ability to roast random strangers and people's parents. <laughs> also people I knew. Also people I was like, oh, knew. I can't wait. Also Can mostly roast- people we knew. Right, sponsor? No. I would have loved that. Though. I think I just dreamed that up. My dad, she was my she was my uh, high school drama teacher, and her name is Rice Wasser. My dad knew her last name was Rice Wasser, yet he continues, to this day, continues to call her Fly Swatter. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so that would have been a good one. <laughs> I, just I continuing to say her show. name wrong I had a lot of fun in that show just sitting in the background being gay <laughs> yeah Jonah being gay with my boyfriend oh, yeah <laughs> that, that was amazing <laughs> yeah so favorite dynamic in the show I feel like if you could like I'm trying to think of like a way of describing our characters in like the most simplistic way possible so it was like Jonah is gay Solange <laughs> that's the one that's the whole thing. Jonah is gay Solange has a boner that, that really was the character trait, though. Shelby, when they wrote the show, they were just like, their dads are gay. What's That's m- all we What's need my for thing? Uh, you were, you were. I love spelling. You, that, you that peaked point, in fifth grade. You peaked in fifth grade. Yeah, was your you thing. peaked in fifth grade. That really was perfect. That's exactly what Re- I said. <laughs> reliving, vicariously reliving the spelling bee for the rest of your life. Yeah. God, that really is that really that really <laughs> no, is No, she found love with that that she got a farmer. Oh, I, I, I fell in love with a cashew farmer. We're totally yeah. alienating our audience yeah. by the way. <laughs> we should just say go listen to 25th annual Putnam County spelling bee. But you won't get any of the dialogue. I was not an upper I was one of the gay dads. Solange was Chip and she was Rona Peretti. Yeah. I say she so that I can alienate you as... As the woman of the podcast. The For those unfamiliar with the show, most of us played children, and those of us who did not play children played adults that were basically functioning on the level of children. A very good analysis. Yes. So <laughs> that is the show, and that's why we're all here. Also, I don't think... Yeah, well, I, I was going to say, there were no adults that like mattered except beyond their children, but that's kind of like the show's existence. It was about the spelling bee. Any adults that mattered in that show would only matter because of their children. Except for um, Mitch Mahoney. Mitch Mahoney, the comfort counselor, yeah. Comfort I'm sure he counselor. mattered through the children, though. Yes, but none of them he were found, his yeah, he, yeah, well, none of them are my children, either. None of them are her children, but they, oh, but yeah. she only matters because there are children there. Maybe we shouldn't talk right. about this. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> On to a new topic. Let's talk about Beetlejuice. Let's talk about Beetlejuice. Wait! <laughs> I remember, remember, like, six months ago. It wasn't that long ago, because that long ago we started planning the show. It felt like that long ago. This is how this, long Jonah remembers this, things. Yeah, Jonah has spent every day since Laramie Project thinking about what he was going to say on this podcast. Fair enough. 
But remember when I messaged you guys and it was like, I have got some things to say about Beetlejuice. And I remember being like, Jonah, why? That movie came out in the 80s, I'm right. sure. But you remember when John Mulaney was like, I wasn't around then. I oh. wasn't a comedian then. I would have been more, a Death no, Jam comic. Yeah, well, none of us are comedians now, so we can't even equate All right, that. Well, let's start <laughs> now. for yourselves. I just, like... What? what? No, that was pretentious. I'm not a comedian. From... A writing or acting perspective of any of us, what are Beetlejuice's motivations and objectives in that movie? I feel like it's just to mess things up. Mm, yeah, I, I feel like that's himself. his. I feel like that's his role thematically. He's, he's trying to but get out when of his start, purgatory like life. Yeah. Okay, but when they start off, it's not really clear that he's in a purgatory type life. He's like. When they start off, he's like, he wants to get a job or something. He's mm-hmm. like, let's let's look at the the classifieds. Let's let's find a job. All right. Then he like wants to marry Winona Ryder. But who reasons, doesn't? For some reason, because that breaks a spell or something. I I don't know. Um, when was the last time you watched Beetlejuice? When I messaged you. <laughs> okay, because I'm like, I'm like, I'm not ready to answer these questions because it's been a really the last time I watched Beetlejuice was during the hurricane. So, <laughs> so the you know also he doesn't do a whole lot in this movie named after him. <laughs> he, sh- he they they yeah. he shows up and he's like, I need to get a job, and they're like, We don't want to hire you. We're gonna go haunt them ourselves, and then that doesn't get, work so well, and then they're like. Um, Arguably, well, he's the only reason the plot advances, though. But th- then they're like, what if we hire you a little bit? And he's... he does that. And they're like, no, go away. We're going to do it ourselves again. And then he's like, fine, I'll just hang around here for a little bit longer. Isn't uh, it like the main conflict? No, the main conflict is getting the people out of their house. That's true. And also falling in love with their child in, in a we want to parent this child better than her parents do type of way. And when you Beetle- say it like that, it's so weird. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like her 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 parents aren't good at being parents. But her parents and weren't even they're abusive. Really they just kind of sucked. They were yeah. just neglectful. Yeah, which I guess makes which them, is the whole I, reason I that she was strange and unusual. For neglectful parents. Yeah, we can break down Beetlejuice right now. Um, this could honestly be a bit where like we pick a movie that neither of us have seen in like but, three years and try to talk about it. But the only things Beetlejuice actually does in that advance the plot in any way are the first time that they summon him and he does some spooky, scary things and almost kills her father. Um, and then they get rid of him. And then later on in the movie, at the very end when Winona Ryder says his name three times and he starts to come save them from being exercised. Mm-hmm. And then that's all That's all that happens, though. That's all he does in the whole movie. So, so maybe, maybe because the main... The driving plot point was they were trying to get the parents out of the house so that they could live in it. So both were kind of fighting each other in this yeah. war. Beetlejuice the, became the common enemy the main, for them to unite. The main against. point in Beetlejuice is avoiding using Beetlejuice. Yes. Um, I, f- I feel that. It's a good movie. The last thing I wanted to ask... Mm-hmm. Wait, I while we're on the subject of movies, I want to bring up a separate movie that also doesn't make any sense. I was going to ask a thing about Beetlejuice. Oh no, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I'm thinking about Beetlejuice. <laughs> like, I wasn't done, Solange. You think I was done? 
All right. So about this I'm, movie, I wanted to no. talk about. <laughs> what go. does saying Beetlejuice three times do? Uh, it makes the woman appear in your mirror, and then she like your <laughs> eyes start like, bleeding. You or your eyes start bleeding. I just watched this episode of Supernatural. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you just watched the Bloody Mary episode. Yeah, I did actually. Okay. Yeah. Just that one, and then I stopped. Yeah, you don't need to start. (laughs) Oh, that's so old. (laughs) If you did, you could watch like four or five, four or five seasons, and but just stop there because we're on like fourteen now, and it's not good anymore. Uh... I didn't know they were still making it. It's still going. That's absurd. The 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 like producers from CW told the people making the show, you can literally go on as long as you want. As long as everyone still wants to do the show, you can keep doing the show. We're never gonna cancel you. And that was at, like, season four. Then ten years later, <laughs> they're still going. That... I can't imagine being on a show for the ten a- years. The actors in that show are, like, better than that. It makes me sad. But, like, they're, they have yeah. so much money. That's um, true. If I was getting paid like thousands upon thousands of dollars per episode, I'd be like, "All right, I got it. The time to make yeah. another one." Like yeah. if, if you've just got free paychecks coming in, <laughs> and you still get to do a show that's enjoyable to do at least, and not necessarily a good show. That's um, fair. That's why there were so many seasons of Friends. Friends, I like Friends more than I like Supernatural. That's fair. Friends is better. Friends. Well, is I haven't seen Supernatural, Supernatural, but you can't Friends judge. is really good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, saying Beetlejuice's name three times doesn't have any concretely defined powers. It makes him... You're about to make the argument that saying his name three times gives him his powers or lets him come into the world, but there is a scene where he disproves that directly. What is that? Because he's like, okay, so you know how he's like trapped in the model unless you say his name three times? And he's, like, trying to guide Winona Ryder to say his name. But he can't say his own name because he has to keep it a secret. Which is also a confusing thing because he's literally guiding her to say her name. And if she knows his name, he can tell Mm -hmm. whoever she wants Mm -hmm. anyway. But he can't tell her because then she'd tell everyone. Anyway. And he's, like, trying to get her to say his name. And he's trying to figure out how to get her to say Beetle. So he just summons a giant beetle in the room. Which clearly means that there's no restriction on his powers right also, now. Also, he creates sentient life in the um, model with the uh, stripper sequence. No, that wasn't him. That was that was the lady running the the like the bureaucracy thing. She did that. She did that to distract him so that she could talk to the. Oh, that's right. So basically, what we're saying is there's no point to anything that happens in yeah. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice has this thin veneer of logic to it and they're just like <laughs> yeah i mean i i can see it oh i'm done complaining about i feel like michael keen was like i want to be dead and then they're like is he even dead is he dead <laughs> they're like i thought you dead. were dead <laughs> For a second, for a second, I almost said rest in peace, Michael Keaton. But he's Michael still Keaton. alive. He's still very... He was just very convincing He's still in that very movie. much alive and active. He's a very good actor I think I was thinking. I, think I was thinking of someone else. <laughs> you can Michael say your Keaton's, thing about your movie now. Michael Keaton's played a winged man in three different famous franchises. <laughs> Oh, not, not, not famous franchises. He played Batman. Okay. He played Birdman. And then he was in Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And then he played the Vulture. Oh yeah. 
Yeah. Spotlight was so good. Okay, the original movie I wanted to talk about that also has no point to any of the plot is the first Indiana Jones movie. Not the oh, second no. one, which is the prequel to the first one, uh. which is interesting. But the first movie, episode one, whatever you want to call it, the entire spoiler alert if you haven't seen Indiana Jones. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen this 80-year-old movie. Just because, okay, just because it's 80 That's years not old. possible. Harrison Ford was here. <laughs> wait, wait. What movie did, you haven't seen Grease. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want to either. Yeah. It's really, you could really, like, I like Grease, but you can go your whole life without seeing yeah, really? it. I've heard all the music from Grease, and I don't like the music, and it's it, a musical, during, so. It's not much more During than Joseph and the Amazing Color Dreamcoat, of which my boyfriend <laughs> was the star, um, <laughs> just in which you got to seduce your own boyfriend. Yeah, and he rejected me. And I didn't for like get to the, see, <laughs> like the fifth time, Amanda's rejected me on stage because that doesn't make any sort of damage on my soul. And so, uh, I do this voluntarily. Um, yeah, there is a moment where like they were trying to teach him a certain dance move, and <laughs> our our director goes, "Well, uh, you've seen Greece, right?" And he goes, and he goes, uh, no, I haven't. And everybody goes, Shelby! They get mad at me because my boyfriend has not seen Grease. And I'm Puerto Rican, it's not his fault. Jose tells me I'm using the falsettos as my inspiration for uh, uh, 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Bee, but hasn't seen Grease. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's a fair (laughs) argument. Yeah, no, but like everyone, everyone acts like Grease is just like, the alpha of musical theater. If, by the, okay, if you're one of the people, if you're one of these people that says Grease is the greatest musical ever made, like I immediately judge you as I somebody that I don't want to have like a conversation Greece is the with. Only, I feel like Grease and Mamma Mia are probably the only musicals they've ever seen. Then Meryl Streep wasn't the right choice for Mamma Mia. <laughs> um, okay. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I fought with so many people about this in Texas, to and quote, Meryl Streep was the wrong choice. To for that quote, movie. to quote, I just love that you can talk about how you've argued with people in Texas about music. I opened up with my opinion. To quote Cam from Modern Family, <laughs> Meryl Streep could play Batman and be the right choice. She is perfection. That she doesn't have the range. Very wrong statement. <laughs> I don't even like Mamma Mia, so I no. really don't care enough oh. to have I, this conversation. I love Meryl Streep. She was not the right choice. It just I'm getting a snack. cast better. Uh, then there were two. Oh, now we'll now we do leaves. the podcast. All right. We bring the microphone closer in, and we we have to do the rest I'm of the sure show while not opinion. getting right. distracted by Shelby's Shelby. Back. You remember Ghost? The in movie Ghost? Project? Wait, what? The game Ghost, where if you got out, you were you were a yes. distraction for everyone else. I like that game. Can we play that? It's. I mean, not. It's not <laughs> very. Could. It's not a. I don't remember. Like you have to spell words. And then I don't think that makes good radio content. I can People turn I can turn this podcast oh. into an ASMR, ASMR podcast right now. Yeah, yeah. Shelby has her, gonna chew, her box gonna... of popcorn. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the wrong kind of Sorry. ASMR we're looking for. <laughs> Just okay. Let me see if I can. This sensual. about that was the way you put the popcorn in your mouth, yep. which was shoving it I'm to the back of the, your mouth before chewing I'm looking it. at the waveform that's spiking all over the place as she crunched that popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh. Mm, I love headphone users. 
Hey, maybe I'll put a warning at the start of this uh, this episode. Yeah, just be like, put the timestamp and be like, this is gross. <laughs> Do you have a crunch phobia? <laughs> is that a thing? How would Captain Crunch get his stripes? Uh, he's like not actually a captain. Yeah, I think he's higher ranked than that based on his. Isn't he a colonel? He's something. People just call him Captain, what? and they call him Captain, not Captain. Yeah. So so. Go oh, Captain, my Captain. Oh, 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 Captain. <laughs> Love you, man. And that that whole poem is through a funnel of Robin Williams. The movie I was oh. gonna talk cool. about. The first Indiana Jones. Yes, okay. Back to this. In the plot, Indiana Jones, the hero that Harrison Ford is, has to go stop Nazis from taking mm. the Ark of the Covenant, I believe. Not the Ark of the Covenant. The... Yeah, the Ark, yeah, of, the, the the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. And so this whole plot, this whole one in like three-fourths hour movie is about Indiana Jones trying to stop the Nazis. And you know what happens? He fails. And you know what happens? They take him and the Ark of the Covenant to an island, and they're like, all right, now we're going to open the Ark of the Covenant. And then they open it, and Indiana Jones closes his eyes and closes the femme fatale's eyes, and um, all of the Nazis die, and then the lid shuts. I don't really think she was a femme fatale, though. She was not a femme fatale. I, w- I, use that, uh, <laughs> I use that incorrectly. The, the female heroine, he covers her eyes, and all the Nazis die, and the Ark of the Covenant closes itself, and then they somehow get out of their binds, and then they're like, all right, we're alive now, and all the Nazis are dead. So my... I don't think they were binded to begin with, because he covered her eyes. Um, no, he told her to close her eyes. I think they just had, like, guns trained on them or something. They might have. It's or maybe been a they while. were tied. I don't know. But the, but the, the point but being, yeah. if Indiana Jones had never interfered, all of the Nazis would have still gone to that island and opened the Ark of the Covenant and died. But there's got to be some sort of like symbolism for that. It's that the you're symbolism the is of God. that is that God is Almighty and you should all uh, yeah. go to church. I feel like the <laughs> maybe like the symbolism is like whether you're good or bad, all the Nazis are going to lose anyway. Yeah. Like that's a reassuring moral. The yeah. the moral of the story is God hates Nazis. Isn't it's that so- topical? <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Solange is the most Nazi-looking person I've ever seen. I embrace it. We should not. <laughs> to, if I, if, Solange, that was literally the worst thing you could have said. <laughs> I, I, can, I can see that now. Okay, to, to further it. explain. No, I just... There's something I've always felt good about, and it's about dressing one way and then acting another way or presenting yourself as one thing so that people are like, <laughs> I know exactly what this guy's gonna say. And then... Doing the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really fun to do. It's really fun to look, like, really disheveled and All gross right. and, like, go into a restaurant and people are like, oh, look at this guy. And then be like, hey, please and thank you, ma'am. And they're like, oh, my God, he's so nice. Because if you if I was to walk in and I looked very nice and then I did that, people would be like, oh, he's, he's okay. But if I look like a disgusting human being and then I walk up and I say please and thank you, people are like, oh, my God. That might have just been the nicest, disgusting man I've ever met. And so I feel the same thing. So you're really happy that you're a nice Nazi? You're, you're really glad that people just think you're a polite Nazi. I'm really polite. That, uh, I'm, very, <laughs> I'm very happy that people recognize me as Aryan. And then they're like, oh, you're a nice guy. And I'm like, yeah. All right. I try to be. This sounds a lot like the same sort of thing of every time I hand a black guy their food in the drive-thru, I close the window and think to myself, huh, I didn't think anything racist right there. <laughs> oh my. 
you know, I think Jonah just became the most racist on the podcast. All right, but you're literally a polite Nazi. I'm okay. None of us. None Let of us. Let me clarify listen, that I do not like Nazis. I'm not saying. First of all, I would never. Nazis are bad. I would never claim, especially on a public podcast, that I was not racist because I that's don't fair. think We're that all that's racist. possible. We're all prejudiced the, in some The way. most not racist I can be is that example of me thinking, ah, I'm not that racist. Yeah. But still, the fact that I thought that... Well, is... it's, and I think we can all acknowledge that all three of us are way too privileged looking to be saying anything regarding race. <laughs> like, That's... We're not allowed to be like, the thing about Asian people, like, <laughs> you know, everyone I met. No, we do live in a very odd time where we are somehow very divided in multiple spectrums of not just race, but wealth inequality, mm-hmm. uh, lots of things in this country, but still trying to come together. And it's like, we're trying to come together despite our differences, and then some groups are trying to come together with their differences. Okay. And it's like, and it's just, and, and these groups end up clashing even though we essentially want the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, we just want a more peaceful world, we want our kids to be happy, we don't want to have to worry about the environment dying in 15 years. Um, but, but you people know. have vastly different ideas of yeah, what that looks exactly. like. Exactly. Exactly. So we all problem. want the same thing, but we want it in such different ways that we're not willing to compromise for it. Yeah. Like, and that's but why the, there's but, no clean but water anymore. People kids. also say <laughs> if that anybody's like, listening in 2050. <laughs> whenever people say people have different perspectives on what a perfect world should look like, most people probably think that means. Some people say, I think schools should be free. And some people say, if schools are free, how are we going to pay the teachers? And then there are people who are thinking, some people, you know, want to kill everyone that doesn't look like them. And that's their idea of a perfect world. Mm -hmm. And people don't think about that, I guess. It's kind of like when you're at a party and somebody is like, oh, we should get pizza. And then somebody's like, nah, we should get, like, subs. And then somebody is like, we should execute Hey, we should kill all the Jews. And then you're like, oh, I don't think this guy needs to be in the party. Like, I feel like we're on different levels. In 2016, before the election, I remember telling my mom, there are, like, literal Nazis out there, like, in America, just showing Mm -hmm. their faces. And she was like, no, that can't be right. And I'm like, it's right here. It's right here. And Look. Solange is like in the doorway, like waving. <laughs> What's up? Read <laughs> on this nice. Captain America nice. comic. <laughs> no, um, my favorite thing that was said. See, right, that, right, but wait, I was saying something. It, <laughs> I wanted to talk about myself, Shelby. I would I'm like t- to interject. But here's the thing. The thing I'm going to say, I'm still talking about you. Oh, so okay. it's okay. That's fine. <laughs> All right. My favorite thing that was said before... Donald J. Trump got elected mm-hmm. was um, we were all doing a show at CF uh, Company, which was one of the worst experiences ever. That was one of the best experiences ever. You, you're the only one who thinks so. Yeah, yeah that's true. And uh, I was backstage. Backstage was pretty fun because we just had to dance to the music. I think I'm truly stuff. the only one that hated it with all with every fiber of my being. But um, we what were about all Gary. We were who's the lead at least. <laughs> Um, we were all sitting in the green room and we're like looking at the polls and you know, it's pretty like 50, 50, which like none of us expected. None of us expected. Like I listened to standups like, like in early, like in 2015 or 20, 2016, right before the election where people are making jokes about it and they're like, like, oh man, come on, let's do it. Let's make Donald Trump president to see just how crazy things can be. And everyone's like, ah, ha, ha, what a crazy thing to say. And now he's the president of the United States. Anyway, yes. going back to what I was originally saying, um, we're all sitting there and, you know, all of, all of our, 
liberal acting degrees were just like, guys, there's a really good chance that Donald Trump is going to become our president. And then a hush falls over the room. And then I hear Solange go, well, I'm a straight white male on the upside. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. You went on the upside. I'm a straight white male. Because I've had conversations. And to this day, that is the upside. (laughs) I've had conversations like before he got, or like it was like right after he got elected. It was like, wait. Okay. It was like me, a gay guy, and a black guy. And we were like, who's going to have the hardest time this year? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Although, I thought I was straight at the time. And I'm no longer straight, so I can't claim that anymore. Okay. But, and that's what I was going to bring up. But I was going to be like, wait, I can, you're not. But I can flirt with women in front of homophobic men. And no, isn't that what yeah. counts? No one's saying, like, let's okay. lynch the bisexuals. There were just people actually, saying that. Actually, there we, are lots of people. The bisexual? Uh, yeah. People there's just actually don't a, even there's claim actually that they exist. there's actually a lot of hate from like Bi-phobia. specific for specifically uh, like lesbians and gay people. Oh, okay. Well, I knew them. that. Yeah. But like, it's not just like they're not real. It's like hate, hate. Why? Anyway, we've I, been on a real serious bent. What's another game, Jonah? What's another game? Beetlejuice or political intrigue? I have like <laughs> a lot of questions I found on the internet. Okay. Oh, I have a comment from before Infinity War also that just says, if there's one thing I'm looking forward to with Infinity War, it's even more action scenes for me to replace with the audio of Britney Spears' Toxic. <laughs> Which, after seeing Infinity War... That whole movie could just be a toxic music video, and that would be like the same thing. Oh my Britney, god! Britney Spears is like the real life Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember going dun, into dun, Infinity. Dun, 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 dun. I remember going into Infinity War and Don't going. Like <laughs> I'm listening to Shelby now. I remember what if I, that? What if that was the whole music video though, where it's just dun 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 dun. Don't dun, ever do dun, that again. <laughs> and then the next snap, and then the next snap, and then the next, just that. And then it ends. We're focusing on Shelby now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember going into Infinity War and going, man, I can't wait to uh, not cry for an hour after watching this. <laughs> and then, and then you did. I got a sad surprise. I remember going into Infinity War go- going, uh, wow, I can't wait to see Infinity War. And then it was a drive-in theater that they yep. started before the sun went down and there was somebody in the front with their headlights on. You saw Infinity War in a drive-in? We yeah. did. That's the worst thing it I can was, think of. I thought it was going to be great. It was going to be great if the sun, if the lighting conditions were better. If they just had wait, waited until the sun was down to press go. But no, they got to get their start time. I went and... to the, I went to the date. I went to it. I went to the date. The date. <laughs> I went to Infinity War. I went, on a date. Da- I went on a date with a man in a drive-in once. Hey, show yeah. me. Remember that time we ran into each other? I ran, the and then I ran into Solange with his girlfriend at the time. Yeah. And that was super weird because I think you knew the guy I was on a date with and you were so confused. And I, I so was, was I. I was confused on why I was I was on the date as well. <laughs> Didn't you go to see a Fifty Shades movie at the time? Um, no. Okay, the, the first, first movie, movie that was playing was Split, which was great. And then Fifty Shades played mm-hmm. after and we still didn't leave. And that's when I started making out. And then that's when that's when he wanted to make out, and I we just kept talking the whole time. <laughs> I don't think us, he wanted to make out. If he listens to this, that's not what I'm implying. Us, us making out turned into us making fun of Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grey. I have a very different make out at drive-in theater experience. I've never, was, I've never, I've never, I've story. never made out in a drive. That's not true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. I I went uh, with Erin to see 
the Star Trek. I don't. I don't remember the Star Trek. No, I was going to say the Star Trek after. movie, and then you I sounded like you were after. a thousand years old. <laughs> I went to see the Star Trek with Aaron, and we got her kajigger. You sound like you're doing a bad Bill Cosby impression. <laughs> oh. All Bill Cosby impressions are bad now, Shelby. The pudding and the raping and the... <laughs> oh, all right. But we went to see... You put the roofie in the drink. We went to see whatever... <laughs> and then you put her on the couch. Uh, I can't even what? remember what the name of the Star Trek is. All right. And John is going to keep going. <laughs> we are we going to pretend we didn't I'm just going to try and gloss over all the Bill Cosby... <laughs> We're going to edit past this. <laughs> um, Except but... for Shelby's part. <laughs> Sorry. But then uh, the the next movie was Pete's Dragon, which I which disinterested me totally. So we made out during that instead. Nice. Well, I feel better about making out during Fifty Shades of Grey than Pete's Dragon, though. Okay. I feel like that's what the drive-in does. It does. I feel they like give they give you should... a second movie to be like, I don't care about this. I don't care. Yeah. About so you can this. either leave. And it's dark, and anyone looking in my car is obviously you can either the you can either leave or be typical teenagers. <laughs> I always feel weird. No, we gotta go home. We got school tomorrow. <laughs> I always feel weird at drive-ins, though, because when I'm in a normal theater, I like everybody to be quiet. And, and obviously, a drive-in's a very different atmosphere. Yeah. But what happens... it's your car. Yeah. If somebody's phone goes off in the theater, I look at that person and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. But then when people's, like, lights go on and, like, different things like that in a drive-in, I look at their car because I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And usually they're having sex and I'm like, oh, that's what you're doing. <laughs> and then I try to go back to what I'm doing, but it's like, I can't enjoy the movie now that I know Now that I what's know happening. that that's over there. It's like, you pay for one <laughs> show, not two. To some extent, that could be a thing in all movie theaters. That's true. I guess. <laughs> I, I don't understand how people have the courage, to be honest. I, I feel that. I, like, no, you don't. <laughs> Wait, what? I feel like you've done it. <laughs> no! Actually, no, no, no. Okay. So I take movies very seriously. Oh my god. And I was on a date with a girl, and she tried to do the, like, and I was, and I was okay with holding okay. hands. And I'm like, holding hands is cool, there's no talking. And then she leans so over. So I just, like, brushed my hand, by the yeah. way. Yeah. And then she leans over to ask me a question, and she's like, hey, Solange, and I'm like, hey, there's a movie. I'm like, there's a movie going on. And she's like, no, I just wanted to. They're explaining the villain's motive. And then she leans in to kiss me. And I'm like, there's a movie going on. Like, clearly you don't understand. And apparently you don't do that to girls or they don't go out for a second thing. (laughs) Jokes on her. I wasn't going to take her to the movies. That's not the type of girl you date. It wasn't. Yeah, no. It a was girl a that this was a first date? This was a middle school mistake. Uh, no, okay. we've, been, we've been dating, quote unquote, for a while, but this was our first date. I did okay. not date in middle school, so, and I I'm did. very, and it was I, a mistake. But if I was a dude in middle school, I wouldn't have dated me either. Like, I've not even heard about it. <laughs> that was the saddest sentence I've heard tonight. I've. <laughs> podcast is I, over. Realized, I realized the way I said it made me sound like I was very salty to the boys I went to middle school with. Like, Are you? No. Maybe a little. I don't know. They probably middle school boys are. I'm gross. very like, huh? Yeah, they're true. They it's middle school is where they breed just like the worst people, and everybody's a bad person. You know what's the worst is when is when you're growing growing up in in kindergarten, and then you see high schoolers like walking around and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or when you're in elementary school, you can predict who people are gonna be. You're like, you're the jockey kid. You're gonna be with the athletes. You know, you're the nerdy kid. You're gonna be with this group. And generally, it's right. But I hate that. Because all these people I hate growing up, I'm like, eventually, you know, they'll be cool people. And then they turn into these jockey-ass preppy guys in college. 
that mm-hmm. wear polo shirts and like mm. throw footballs around campus which there's nothing wrong with that but then they're the same people that like put roofies in people's drinks and i'm like where where's life gotten you yeah walking around uf campus you can like point at those people yes <laughs> that you're like i bet you would have no problem with an inebriated girl i was like <laughs> one of my roommates that shall not be named had a girlfriend None of us knew he had a girlfriend, so he slept with somebody that I knew. And I was like, I encouraged her not to do it. I was like, I, it, it's not that I'm trying to control you mm. or your sexuality. I just don't like this person, and I think genuinely that this is going to end badly. She's like, it's fine. It's whatever. He's cute. And I'm like, okay, go, go about you. Do your thing. Which she did her thing with him, and then found out that he had a girlfriend. And I was like, I could tell this immediately. And, I did, and it wasn't like a, an I told you so kind of thing, because I didn't want to do that. But it's just like... I don't like the fact that I was right. It's like, I wish I had been wrong about it, but I knew he was a scumbag just because of the way he acts around other things. His his laptop background was himself. <laughs> that's the impression. <laughs> like, that's the thing. That's and that's amazing. how I knew. I walked into the living room and he has his laptop connected to the TV, which one, isn't necessary, and two, there's a background of himself. And I'm like... All right. I feel like he was one and of the guys. He just guy- leaves it on that. He's like, yeah, he'll walk I just away. want there to be a picture of myself on the TV. He'll be in the bathroom for like forty minutes, and I'm like, cool. Glad to know you're using I feel the TV. Like he was one of the guys in the opening scene of the Social Network. Wow. <laughs> I, d- I was waiting for you to explain that was the such a silence. I don't know why. No. Okay. Basically, it's me thinking of any excuse to talk about the Social Network because I love the Social uh-huh. Network. We don't have to, but just like the scene where he's like. Girls love guys that go to Harvard, and they're like, "Woo!" and they take off their clothes. That's like Damn. basically the opening scene, and then Jesse Eisenberg's like coding, <laughs> get through the firewall. Like that's what he does. Look, I'm a nerd. Isn't no, I'm an asshole. Isn't everything from Goodwill like, Hunting? Okay, so Goodwill the guy hunting. that's trying to impress the girl from Goodwill Hunting at yeah. like the beginning of the movie, and then yeah. Will shows up. He's like, "Here's the page number that you got that line from." Mm-hmm. How about them apples? Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, remember when Ben Affleck was a good actor? When did he stop being a bad? When did he start being a bad actor? In his last few movies, like he did, I didn't hear right things about the accountant. To be fair, I didn't see it, and he played Batman, and I feel like that was a mistake. I don't think. I don't think he's I feel a bad like actor. I was behind in the Zack Snyder universe, universe, except for Jason Momoa and and um, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I really yeah, like Gal Gadot. Man of Steel. <laughs> I really liked the first Superman. I thought it was good. But I thought it should have stayed on its own. I'm done trying with DC movies. That's fair. My friends were like, we're going to all go see Aquaman. And I'm like, I do not want to spend my money on that. And I will spend my money on a lot of things. All right. But that is not what Real quick review of Aquaman. Aquaman was a great Power Rangers movie. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. That's so All of the villains look like Power Rangers villains. And then there's a big monster fight. And it's just Power Rangers. It's good to know that there was a good Power Rangers movie released. I Did went, you not like the Power Rangers? I didn't see it. I just like being cynical. I went okay. to go see it. It was, it was pretty all right. Oh, I went enough. to go see an actual good movie in IMAX, and they showed a trailer for Aquaman during it, and they showed the extended trailer of it, which was basically all of Aquaman. <laughs> so I watched the trailer and went, oh, I hated that, so now I know that I don't have to go see Aquaman. Like, That's fair. Come on, mm. I liked... Wonder Woman. I feel like Wonder Woman got a lot of credit for what it was. And then I was like, I was really, it was so hyped up 
And I was like, is this going to be a thing? Because obviously there was the hype between Wonder Woman being one of the first big female leads in a uh, superhero movie. And there was all this different hype surrounding it where the movie kind of needed to be good. Mm. And then I saw it and I remember I'm like, I'm going to judge this no matter what. You know, either it's going to fall short or it's going to deliver. And both are going to be very, like, it's it's going to easily fall short. And then I saw it and I was impressed and I was like, I really like this movie. I loved Wonder Woman. I thought it was great. And right where I felt like it should have ended, it did. There were a couple scenes that I was like, this is a little finicky, but for the most part, the movie itself was really good. I didn't feel that way about Black Panther, another movie that was just so hyped up. And I was like, yeah, it's a pretty good story. And they were following, you know, true to the comics. So so mm. this isn't, you know, it's not necessarily a reflection on the writers or the original makers of the movie or anything, but it just was kind of a, it wasn't anything special to me. And, you know, I don't have representation in it. Uh, that's one reason that it probably wouldn't be special to me. But even in terms about? of... Bilbo was there. If it was one of the first arrivers in the superhero, like, the new Marvel superhero genre, I think it would have been amazing. But just because it was one of the later ones, it was like, yeah, we've seen all this before. Well, I liked Black Panther because... Uh, it was so good. When Michael B. Jordan it. took his shirt off, I made an audible noise. <laughs> about like, the scars or his just body? Both. Why? It was like, it was like, it was an, it was a transition from ew scars to, like, mm, mm. Michael B. Jordan. So it was, you know, it was kind of like the sound of, like... Uh, and I said it and did it out loud. He was like, "Yeah, out." I'm not, I'm not gonna try to do the Michael. <laughs> I'll keep going with what you were doing. No, please. Do <laughs> we're gonna transition from your Bill Cosby Cosby. impression to your Michael B. Jordan impression, and we're just gonna put those and like cut out everything. And he's else like, that he's said. like, yeah, I stab myself, and I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Michael B. Jordan was the best part of that movie. He in my was, opinion. he was unreal. Oh. I thought he was great. He was also the most relatable character because he came from impoverished like america like a he lot is, of the things he wanted it was like he is definitely one of the most the he's the marvel villain i am able to sympathize with the most yeah in my yeah uh thanos thanos okay honestly <laughs> thanos is a fantastic villain uh well yeah, yeah. i really li- i liked i liked josh brolin i liked josh thanos. brolin as Which thanos is weird and i think he did a terrific job Thanos himself isn't extremely well written, but they definitely put a lot more work into him than most villains in mm-hmm. movie genres. Well, because they knew that movie had to be they, it had to they be so good. Put ten percent of the thought into his idea, and we're like, here you go. And it wasn't a great idea, but also they were like trying to figure out how do we do this without bringing in characters that we're not allowed to bring in. Yep. Yeah. What is your favorite Marvel movie? My favorite Marvel movie. Yeah. Mm. Spider Man Two. <laughs> <laughs> like like of the current MCU? Yeah, the current MCU. Right. Maybe Thor Ragnarok? That's that that's a good one. That's on my list. I loved Thor Ragnarok. Mostly cuz say... uh, that's also in my opinion one of the best Stan Lee cameos. I'm trying to remember all of them. <laughs> I'm I'm I would say like the first uh Iron Man yeah, that was oh, the other one I, I was going to say. I, either Thor Ragnarok or the first Iron Let, Man. Let's all remember that the MCU is here today because... Um, oh my god. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. did a good job as Iron Man. Mm. Because Robert Downey Jr. was so good in that movie, mm-hmm. we have an entire cinematic universe. Did you know that movie also, roughly had like no script? Really? Yeah, like it oh, took really? them. It took them like weeks into filming to actually have a solidified script. It didn't feel like it. Oh, I know, I know, but like, 
Yeah, like oh you can God. you can like watch videos about it. Like organic character creation. There's this great there's this great video that I recommend people watch. It's really long, and I think it's like multiple videos. It's by the Cosmonaut Variety Hour on YouTube. I don't know if you guys have watched him, but he's mm. wonderful. Jonah, I feel like you would really like him. I don't know what you saw. <laughs> I don't know why I just immediately thought Jonah would like it because he's a Texan. Yeah, he, what was that Cos, cosmonaut cosmonaut variety, variety hour? And he literally I feel like I just said sounds. He I feel literally like I just said cosmonaut variety hour. <laughs> you did just oh now. the pudding and the raving. <laughs> All right, we're cutting to that right. again. He goes. He um. Anyway, he goes through every single movie in the MCU and just talks about it and reviews it and then he rates them all at the end and it's just like he's so nitpicky and like critical and I love it so like CinemaSins I don't like CinemaSins I found a counter channel called CinemaWins Things that, was, that things that, that are wrong somebody with CinemaSins? Who, who, no, not things that are wrong with CinemaSins, but who just does the same thing, but goes through every movie and picks out all the things that were really great about it. Oh, instead yeah, of that finding channel. all the terrible things. Positive. I only watched one, one video, and it was A Quiet Place, but... <laughs> uh, back to A Quiet Place. <laughs> back to A Quiet Place. Back in to a, full you circle. Mean a Riot Place? It's relevant again. A riot Place. Um, uh, yeah, my favorite MCU movie might be Spider-Man Homecoming. It might be. That's yeah. fair. I, I really like Spider-Man well, I've, I've always loved Spider-Man and the fact that they made it just so good. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect by any means, but it is a good movie. Here's what I'll and say And a villain about that isn't awful. Since, since Solange still hasn't seen Into the Spider-Verse. Oh my no. god! We were gonna see that before recording this and then yeah. Shelby had a surprise rehearsal. It wasn't even a surprise. Oh, I just made a mistake. Great. <laughs> um, now we can blame her. <laughs> but okay, so when I saw Spider-Man: Homecoming, mm. I came out and said, "I think that might just be my new favorite Spider-Man movie." That's like, what that just takes out Tobey Maguire. But then also, I saw Spider-Man: Into the Spider-Verse and came out thinking that might just be my favorite new Spider-Man movie, which maybe either means that that is my favorite or maybe Spider-Man movies are just good again. In my opinion, it's pretty close to a perfect movie. Um, It's pretty close. It's I, like that and like American Beauty. Those are like <laughs> the two perfect movies. I haven't beat it yet, but the Spider-Man the game, game, the new PS4? one, is also one of the best Spider-Man movies. I've Man, ever Spider-Man's just killing the game lately. Okay, can we, can we talk about, because I want to get everybody's opinions here, because some people in Texas have very wrong opinions about this. Um, people in Texas have very wrong opinions in general. So who, who? Yeah, because they keep Let's saying Texas is, that they say Texas is the best state. Out of, out of the live-action Spider-Mans, out of the three, the, the three series that we've witnessed in our lifetime, oh, who's played the best Spider-Man? There's, only, there's multiple right answers, but there's only one wrong answer. Oh, Andrew Garfield's the wrong answer. Yes. Yes. Okay. And not that Andrew Garfield's such a good actor, but he's not. That was the bad Spider-Man movies. Oh no! And I loved him in the first one. I was like, oh wow, sarcastic Spider-Man. This is great. He's like tall and lanky. You know, he's got the acrobatics. He's kind of like a punk. And then the movies just went downhill. And his acting in the second one was pretty terrible. He had like this. He he developed like this tough Brooklyn accent to cover uh. up his British accent, and he's normally pretty good about. Oh, for the Making sure movie? that you don't know that he's British. Movie. It's don't watch. I it. saw the first one and I said I don't want to. I see think it was one. because he and Emma Stone started dating. And you know, <laughs> you know. Okay, we're all actors here. For people in in, in the prospective audience, um, when you're on stage and you're playing a romantic role with somebody, one of the best things to do in the romantic role is to not have sex with them. 
Uh, because, <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> because not not only does yeah. that not make a weird relationship, but it allows you to cultivate sexual tension between the other performer. And what happened, what Andrew Garfield did, is the movie ended, and he was like, I'm going to hook up with Emma Stone. And then they Which, became an item. good for him. I would too. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's no problem. But then Spider-Man 2 came. And Ooh. all of that sexual tension and, so and all Andrew of the Garfield. things, everything was gone. Oh and then they broke up like midway through production. Oh and you know what happened? Spoiler alert. She dies. Gwen Stacy dies and Spider-Man doesn't save her. So I'm just saying. That's yeah, but that's what they happens. Broke up I mean, he life. tries to. That's what happens, though. Oh, no, I know. He but tries he also... to save her. You make, you make it sound like she was falling down a building and he went, well, screw you, Emma Stone. Like, <laughs> I mean, What does that have to do with it? All I'm saying is What's that. What's your connection there? The acting in the second one. Between them as a couple, I get that they were supposed to be on the rocks and that they were supposed to be like, you know, their world's driving apart. You know, she's doing her own thing. He's doing his own thing. But the acting itself didn't convince me that they were still in love. Hey, it, at, from the start of the movie, it looked like they were already done with each other. Like they were already like, all right, ready to break up. And I'm like, there's no reason for me That's to look so to, forward to the ending. I feel, huh? I feel like... Also, with the with the second Spider Man movie, they knew that Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield were dating, and they didn't even like write lines for the scenes between them. They would no. just do your thing, you cute oh. actors. Like that's what happened, and I was like, why do they have no like text like, to, to anything they're doing? Of the office, like you can't just have them improvise in the middle. This time on episodes of The Office, Shelby has once again walked away from the microphone, which is why she sounds all echoey and far away, or whatever she sounds like. Moose, come on. You're going to be in the podcast. Good response. Sorry, I have to give my dog a ball and so she'll be okay. quiet. Moose. You know, if you give a It looks like a, a peppermint stick. It looks like you've Do just you given him a candy cane. Uh, okay. <laughs> Solange is currently holding a dog bone and doing nothing with it. Accusations are nothing. Alright, so what's the next item on the agenda? I mean, I've got lots of like questions I found on the internet that we could just answer. That's some been of, in my mustache. Some of them are... <laughs> <laughs> you want to know where else it's been? In my hair. <laughs> I... I might hate you now, <laughs> based on what you just I, said. You've already hated me, Shelby. I, I walked right. in the door. I want to point out that I walked in the door wearing a cowboy hat because I am an American. And Shelby looks me in the eyes and says, Solange, is that like a permanent thing now? And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of wearing it. And she says to me, I think I like you a little so less each time I see you in that. Listeners think that Americans wear cowboy hats. Everywhere. Americans do wear cowboy hats. Yeah. I have a cowboy hat. And so do some other people in Texas. You spent too much time in Texas, Solange. You I got to... this hat here, Jonah. I know, but you got it there knowing you would go to Texas. You're right. And then I started wearing it a lot. You got it as like a meme, and then the meme became real. You're too deep yeah. in the memes, Solange. Do you guys want to hear something funny? No. Yes. I make this joke to Jose <laughs> all the time because he has a shirt. Jose, Shelby's girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, boyfriend. <laughs> the secret's out! The secret's out! <laughs> He does have long, luscious hair. That's better than almost every single woman I know. And he looks very good as a woman. Yeah, it's so confusing. But... He was in the college. Don't... Yeah. Okay, I was yeah. just gonna say, we were don't both, explain that. We please. were both at a drag show together. You know, the things you do as a couple. And... <laughs> no, he has this... My my boyfriend was... Uh, he was born in Puerto Rico, and he grew up there. And he has a shirt that he wears that he got in Puerto Rico. And this is a very, like, dark joke, but it says, Puerto Rico... No bad days. 
Which is funny now, because it's like they exclusively have bad days. <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm like, that'd be like if I had a shirt that said like Florida, not enough loud Cuban people, or like Florida, we hate meth, or like. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at my list of things on this document, by the way, and it, it it's like. Question I found on the internet. Question, question, question. Mm -hmm. And then there are like three notes from me of ideas. And I don't know what I wanted to talk about for any of them. Can you please please just read them? Yeah. Okay. Um, So (laughs) one, one, I found another game, guys. But I don't know what it, uh, maybe I know what it means. It says, my new game, never have I ever dared... I'm terrified. Um, and I feel like I had a great idea for like okay. a reverse never have I ever game. And then that was three months ago. Where it's like you only... You only talk about things you have done? Or or haven't? Because it's never have I ever. Well, and yeah, but never have I it. ever. I'm confused. It sounds like the same game, but I'm confused. I am too. Let's move on. Let's move on. What's number two? Yeah, that does sound uh, number, good, though. Number two says, Shark Tank, question mark. Are you just going to throw us in a Shark Tank? No, you know, like, the, ideas? the show Shark Tank? So are we presenting business ideas? Something like that. I, remember, that we, I don't remember We played something like was. this when we did um, our Comedia Improv Troupe, where, but we called it Fishbowl. Remember? Yeah. I, I had that idea. Um, yes. Oh but God. I don't That's know what that means one. in this context of the podcast. Shark Tank? Like, if I had something mark? to throw at you, like, I don't know. Maybe Shark Tank is the idea you're presenting. And the last... <laughs> shark, shark. By the way, Jonah predicted Shark Tank. It's... Could you go on Shark Tank and, and present shark, shark Tank to them? <laughs> and then and all like, the sharks know? are just like, here's the problem. This product already exists <laughs> and is... Uh, us, and we don't want competition. <laughs> so I'll buy 100% of your company. Um, and then the last thing I wrote down just says, I am 22 and already out of touch with teens. Jonah, <laughs> I think that was just a note about yourself. Yeah. yeah. I totally feel that, though. I feel like I exist in between I, two generations. I walked into the office and... Uh, at Arby's and was just like, Okay, I was like, what? Yeah, you worked at Arby's? In, Arby's walked, has an office? Yeah, there's a back... Everywhere I thought it was just, office. I thought the office was just, like, the back area where Is they there, smoked cigarettes. I thought that there no, was, like... No, that's outside. I thought there was, like, Slaughterhouse Restaurant, and then that's it. No, the office is, like, a small little room little room that has a computer and a coat rack and some filing cabinets. Um, but I walked in there one day, and there were some other people cramped into that tiny room, and I was I just grabbed my drink and was sipping from it, and was like... Hello, my fellow teens. And they just looked at me. Jonah. <laughs> and I was like, that's, all right. That's, that's I'm, I'm so sorry, but can we put like a pause on this? Because yeah, I really have to go cast? to the bathroom. Or you guys can keep talking about man stuff while the woman goes to the bathroom. All right, Solange, the, I have a question here that says, any Audi belly button lovers will take our break now. I'll take my question off, my answer off the air. How about those Audi belly button lovers? <laughs> Is there anybody that likes an Audi be- belly button? All right, I feel like I could love someone with an Audi belly button. There's like more to this question. With like, an Audi belly button, but I don't love the belly button. So this says... <laughs> it's one of those things what you if feel it, like, with. What if it like lactated? 
That's worse. <laughs> That's so much worse. Why would it? Shelby. An Audi belly Do you know button. what a belly button is? And a belly button an Audi belly button is a hernia that turned into a scar. That's what that's what they are. Yeah. It's okay, there's nothing wrong with anybody that has an Audi belly button, and it is not something that you should feel self conscious about. But I feel the same way about Audi belly buttons that I do about like having too much hair on places I don't want. Like I just don't like it. I don't know why I mm. thought you were gonna be like an Audi belly button is the same as the third nipple. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that it kind of is. That's why it lactates. <laughs> I'm Maybe done. that's why. Podcast over. <laughs> do you want to hear the rest of the question? Yeah. Oh god, there's more. Yeah. Like any, any Audi belly button lovers is the title of this, mm-hmm. and then you click on that link and it takes you to. I've had a belly button fetish for as long as I can remember. I've been dating this guy for a year now, and he understands that I'm obsessed with his Audi. Plus, he has a very flat, soft, hairy tummy. That's a lot of adjectives. <laughs> flat, soft, There hairy. are no commas. Is Plus, he has fiction? a very flat, soft, hairy tummy. <laughs> flat, soft, hairy tummy. <laughs> I love playing with the soft hairs on his tummy and stroking his Audi. Anyone with an Audi belly button fetish, too? No. Reported. No. Reported. Just, <laughs> was this I mean, on 4chan? This was on, uh, I believe, Yahoo Answers. Everything's on Yahoo Answers. What the... You know, what's on, you know what there's a lot of on Yahoo Answers? What? Math answers? questions. Yes. Because people go on Yahoo Answers and type in their equations and be like, does anyone know the answer to this? And I'm like, you can literally type that into Google and it will just answer it. Yeah. Like, not variables all the time if you've got, like, like, uh, but it will draw a graph for you. Google, Google, draw will graph? Dra- Google will draw a graph if you put a linear equation Why into the search box. Why am I paying $80 for a scientific calculator? I don't know. You should get facial hair trouble. Shibbly. Shibbly. I've had three sips of beer and I'm You so know what we should do? We should do the joke that we always wanted to do for Shelby and now that we have a podcast. You know? This is a good time. Um... Alright, um... Guys, I'm gonna jump out a window. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll set it up. Alright. Um, hi, hi, my name's Randall. Right. Um, I'm looking for the library. Could you point me I would in like the, the audience direction? to know that they just shook their hands even though they did not have to. This is a podcast. <laughs> Excuse me, ma'am. I'm trying to have a conversation here. Uh, hi, I'm Randall. Um, I'm looking for the library. Could you point me in the right direction? Oh, well, you know, Randall, I don't really know where the library is, but Shelby May Randall... For context, my middle name is May. <laughs> That's why it's funny. Yeah, we should have. Uh, I feel like we also shouldn't have prefaced that because it does. I also feel like, like you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a better comedian wouldn't have done it at all. Can all right, actually... Bill Cosby impression, Michael B. Jordan impression, Shelby May Randall joke. That's the whole podcast. Yeah, that actually should be the name of the podcast. <laughs> Shelby May Randall. That'll be the name of the episode. Yeah. Cosby, Michael B. Jordan, yeah. Shelby Marion. And this is, Cosby I'm gonna, we're gonna. Very soft, flat, dummy. Would can that be I, Cosby Jordan? Can I offer a segment where Shelby tries um, a drink that she's never tried before? Yes, oh, yeah. sees, sees if she likes it. Okay. Um, okay. So, this is a land shark. Is it pronounced lager or lager? Lager. <laughs> but why, why is it had to ask that question? Because it's tells European, me you're Shelby. It tells me that what? I said the fact that you had to ask that question tells me you're ready. Okay. So it's Land Shark Lager, island-style lager. For for the people out there that don't live in Florida, Land Shark is basically like a Corona knockoff. Okay. But better. 
Oh, is this a Florida thing? Mm. Mm. I she haven't seen it in Texas, <laughs> but they don't have a lot of things in Texas. Mm. It smells like all beers smell the, the same. Bottle. All beers does basically. They smell all the smell same. like bread. Yes, that's because yep. they're all bread. It's because they're all liquid bread, as you so eloquently explained to me at the house once. Peasants. Oh yeah, I did it. say that. It's all just liquid bread. It makes yeah. me feel like a peasant. Okay, here we go. Oh my god, it tastes like nothing. Yeah. What? Like water? It tastes like bread water. It tastes like it tastes like expired water. Okay. <laughs> you know when water is too old and then it expires? That's not too bad. That's the type of beer that, like, if you're in high school and you just want to get drunk quick, you yeah. just toss the And there's no, like, shots. You just toss those. <laughs> Solange. Back. I wasn't going to give her any. Let the record show that Solange was going to give my dog what beer. What if she was just more eager? I, okay. Am I the only person here who's given a dog beer? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well... I, mean, I don't even like giving cats catnip. I'm like, this is weird. I'm drugging my cat. I got I drugging my I, dog. It wanted beer. I got a friend of mine um, some catnip infused cat wine for Christmas. Oh, it was I've called heard about that. It's called Moscato. <laughs> That's really funny. They also had they had Pinot Meow and Moscato, <laughs> and I chose Moscato. <laughs> and he hasn't used. He has three cats, and I'm like, well. Considering I can't go to your house anymore because I'm allergic. <laughs> I can handle two cats max, but if you have three, I just like can't enter your home without just mm. needing, a, a, needing, a, needing a shot. Solange. Thank you, Solange. You went for the most obvious joke. I dropped my hat because of this. No effort was involved in that. You're right. That's what I'm best at. No effort. No, you've put so much effort in the jokes before. More effort than necessary, some might say. I just want to... I just want to take three hours to take a joke that I can say in one sentence. I just want to say that I've tried to make really, really cringy puns at at TCU, and what people do is they assume that I'm trying to do like like funny joke, and then so they're like ah, ah and I'm like no, I know you're angry about this. Show me, like show me your anger. And then three people have been like, can you stop that? You and I'm like, good, good. No. Only, only your true friends will get angry have at you, you for making like jokes. Those are the people flower. that have become my true friends. Huh? Have you done anything like Purple Flower? No, I'm Because that would really drive home the point you're trying to make. I, I, of, I, I am to. not trying to make you laugh. I am trying to make you Texans point your guns at me. Yes. <laughs> I like how you say that as if Floridians don't have just as... Just as many guns. Yeah, but we don't talk about them as much. Yeah, but, uh, don't we? We use ours for alligators and no. coons. Like coons. I don't. I don't know anyone like other than Martin. Just because we went out to that part of of town, who even has a gun? I, I my family has a gun. I would have more, except for the fact that I just went to Texas. I'm a full supporter of guns. It's a difficult thing to be a supporter of, though. It's kind of like... Why don't you talk more about the struggles of being white? Why, it's kind of yeah. like... Why don't I ask another question to distract from that? <laughs> Before we get on Solange being more white. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying this. Like, I'm not as equally white the, as you. These are the three but whitest people we could have pulled out the program. And we're like, let's make a podcast about being white. Uh-huh. <laughs> Podcasts but, are just when, when people like their opinions very much. White and then people. they make a podcast. Yeah, um, po- a podcast is just like. Well, I think I saw a post where it was like this Gary is- better listen. Yeah, yeah, Gary, you better be listening. This is like um, 
a 2010s version of like let's start a band like i saw a post about mm-hmm. that. that instead of starting a band let's start a podcast really and you don't need to have any like actual talent <laughs> that's accurate you know but um, i'm very happy that like since... like we went for the most low effort podcast let's just record ourselves talking like normally. well because we think we're funny i've been yeah. told i'm funny sometimes I've said, but i've like said that to my dad before podcasts existed like we should just set up a camera at 2 a.m and film yeah. ourselves talking on the couch yeah well jonah you do have a golden voice like if you just had a podcast like just mm. you i would listen to it that's why I love Jonathan as a DM. Also, mm-hmm. four people in Arby's drive-thrus have said, you should have a podcast. And I'm like resisting. I will not really. It's not hard to resist telling people that I have a D&D podcast. I have never gotten that. I've gotten that my voice is recognizable, but I still have yet to determine whether that's a positive or negative thing. I've gotten your voice is high. Occasionally, yeah. I feel like telling my coworkers I have a podcast. And then I'm like, but that's a bad idea. Because coworkers are terrible. Yeah. I love my coworkers. I work with all women and they're all supportive. To be, that makes sense. Jonah and I have both worked food industry, which oh, show me somebody yeah, that's who works, totally different. Show me somebody who works in the food industry and likes everybody they work with. Okay, so I because I don't, I don't, don't like exist. everybody I work with, obviously, but there are lots of people at our cool people that I I can get along with and I can be friends with. Or you but can work none with that I would trust with any level of like information about my private life. No, not at all. You can't trust coworkers with that shit. There are plenty of people that get along with me, but then there will always be just like one thing that they do that you think, ah, better not get too close to them, or I'll they're... have to deal with that forever. Oh, my coworkers tell me everything. It's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> they're bad at having a job, Shelby. Every, every everyone who everyone who has a job out there, by the way, listening to this, your coworkers are not your friends. I disagree. I hang out with my coworkers outside of work. I'm hanging but out with them tomorrow. You also work at an art shop. Haven't right? you seen the office? I've, an art studio. How okay. dare you? I, I've never been inside. Okay, um, you should. You should. Yeah. I recommend. You tell everybody. me that so that I can come get your free food. But that just, that also feels awkward. What? You told me once that you had, like, free snacks out or something. No. You told me this. You said this with your lips to me. It was when you were talking about the sandwiches, and you said, come get some sandwiches. Oh, they weren't free. I just hated making them. Oh, well, I didn't want to pay for them. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you tell me about food that I have to go to a place that doesn't serve food? No, don't come and get food. Don't, don't, I want to say this to every person that comes into Picasso's, and they're like, can I get a chicken salad slider? And I'm like, you're in an art studio. Do you really think we're going to have the best food for you? Food is Go art. somewhere else. <laughs> but but anyone working in your standard like McDonald's level employment, don't don't like trust your your coworkers. Yeah. Cuz they will they will sell you out for whatever. Yeah, yeah, if you work in like a fast food place, don't. But like I work in an art studio, which means everyday working is like an episode of Tinkerbell and Friends uh-huh. where we're just like floating around and we're like, "Let's no. paint this Piggy bank. Like, life's great. No, working at a fast food restaurant, though, is just a lot of people who are pissed off at all the customers who come in for various reasons and will take any excuse they can make to make their lives better. You know what's, you know what's interesting? I can definitely see how women would hate working with men because I hate working with men. Because here's the, here's the thing. I the, men yeah. are terrible. No, no, no. Here, they but, are. But but for this reason <laughs> in the work environment, and, and, and I'm guilty of it too, but I I will be upset about 
something a customer has said to me. Maybe they've just hurt my feelings. Maybe they're just giving me a hard time. But I can walk up to a girl and she'll be like, hey, you okay? Or like, oh, like, hey, he's an asshole, you know? Don't worry about that stuff. And then I can walk up to, like, one of the guys and they're just like, suck it up or like, oh, you know, that was funny and stuff like that. And I'm like, "Uh, I'm really angry right now. Or they'll say something to egg you on and I'm like, why is there this dichotomy of just people I don't like and people I like? I don't know. I'm going to go to Zaxby's and and I'm going to make, like, posters, you know, Mm -hmm. for actors acting natural. And I'm going to go to Zaxby's and ask (laughs) if I can put up the posters with your name on it. Not... Not tell them that, like, hey, I badmouth them. There were some good hey, I know this can guy it also, worked here. Can I'm also, just, like, can the cover art... All the women will be fine with me, which that was the original thing, can so the cover, cool. Can the cover art for the podcast be Solange's headshot from Company, where he looks like a racist Sasquatch? <laughs> like, Why? you're, like, Peter's growing... I change like, it back. No, right I now, like working with men that... more. <laughs> it's all changed, because Shelby's awful. Uh-huh. Right now, it's that picture <laughs> that we took at Laramie Project... With us all looking down at the camera with these wild eyes. Yeah, no, I do I do like that picture a lot. Mm. By the way, Solange, I, I am joking. I just thought the, the, the phrase racist Sasquatch was very funny. <laughs> it, was, it was very good. I, I thought that was lie. a good joke and I would like credit for it. <laughs> I can't lie. Everything mean Shelby says to me, I'm laughing in the inside a lot. And then on the outside, I have to act wounded. Most of the time, you laugh on the outside. Most of the time, I laugh on the outside. I feel like you feel bad when you don't laugh at things I say. Because you know that that's going to hurt me on a deep level. See, I feel like that's why you laugh about things I say, Shelby. That's why I laugh about things customers say. (laughs) (laughs) So Jonah, we're just customers. It's like, they'll laugh at their No, they say the most nonsense things to me. Customers are stupid. The other day, someone, I like asked for their name and they were like, they said Porky for the name that I'm supposed to call out for the order. All right. I just accepted this. I don't know if this is like a a nickname that the guy has or whatever. And I, we put out the order eventually and he comes up and he points at the food and says, is this for Porky? And I'm like, yes, sir. And he, he like grins at me and goes, Porky surprise. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm terrified. There's How like, old was this person? This is this is a senior citizen. Okay, this uh, might have been. Al- it's always it old people. Maybe it was like a mash reference. I was like, <laughs> they're old. It's probably related to mash. To a comic strip that got discontinued in the '40s. Because if so, why do you think I would know that? <laughs> maybe maybe that's the joke. They're like this youngin. He doesn't know shit. Ah. I'm gonna make this Porky's joke to him. Something that happened to me at work was I was I was helping out at a adult birthday party. Like a bunch of adults came to paint for for one of their adult friends' birthdays, and I'm explaining to them because they have to like set down some ground rules before you paint these pottery pieces. And I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, it's really important. And I'm like, so yeah, guys, make sure. And you know, like I've been helping these people out for a while, but now I'm like announcing, which is the closest I get to actually acting and. Like, my real life nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Um, but I'm like, okay, guys, so you just want to make sure that uh, before you start painting, you want to go to the bathroom if you're eating and, like, wash your hands. That way you don't get any food particles in the paint. And they go, and this one woman goes, you were in that play. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, what, what? And I hate saying, I'm like, which one are you talking about? And she was like, she was like the the born yesterday one. And I was like, oh yeah, I wasn't that. But you know, I looked very different at work. You know, I don't I don't wear makeup. And in that show, like I was wearing like these 1940s clothes. I had a blonde wig. I wore like a ton of makeup. I looked. Put it this way, I was like an Optimus Prime version of Shelby in the play. And then I was just me at work. <laughs> <laughs> 
And so she says that and then she goes, and I'm like, oh yeah, that was me. And she goes, yeah, I didn't realize it until you started talking. That card scene was hilarious. <laughs> you don't talk in that scene. Huh? I do. I do. It's a I nice little connection that she I know. doesn't know you until the you started talking and then she immediately compliments I, the scene kinda, where you don't talk. I kind of talked. I went, can't I talk? And then I went. Dun, 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 I've not dun. seen the show, but I feel like I'm capturing all. Of oh, this really fun. is the entirety of the show. <laughs> it's me they going. Made, it's they me made go- a five-minute comedy bit out of them just playing rummy. That scene was very fun. I would have silently. I liked that scene. It was. A, I would have loved to have done it with somebody. I better. did like the scene. I, it was just a confusing scene to be written into a show, dude. And it's so funny because some people think that. It was just, like, a small thing that the director made a choice to, like, make longer. People that weren't familiar with, like, the movie. They thought we made the choice to make it, like, this long, intricate thing. But it wasn't. It's literally, like, a page of stage directions telling you exactly, like, who deals and how long and what, and, like, what oh, what hate, Billy does and what... I hate when shows do that. Yeah, because it's so hard to memorize. Isn't I always that, end up just doing my own thing. See, but isn't that just the stage directions of the first show and you don't have to follow them? Yeah, but it depends on what director you have, of course. Because some directors are just like, that's that's good. My director, that. my director Unwatched, was very picky. Make sure you dealt a two of spades. Yeah, there All was right. a couple. There All was right. a couple nights where I think I won, like real life. Like I actually started playing throughout the run because I started getting confident in my lines and like being yeah. able to pick up my cues. So I started actually playing Rummy. That's so and it was fun. so funny because like, he couldn't that, even manage to deal the right amount. <laughs> They wrote down their scores in the scene, and the scene just ended when she won. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Next hey, question, Jonah. Here's a question to trigger all our anxiety. Oh, yay. Why are people constantly staring at me? I feel this so hard. This people, has a paragraph you... of content. Because, Jonah, you look like Gumby that has never said <laughs> I I'm just kidding. You really you know, don't. You usually, look like a normal person. I really do, audience. Don't listen to her. <laughs> usually, people aren't staring at me, and that's what bothers me. Wait, why did you have to specify that I look like a normal person? <laughs> like, just because I feel- obviously I don't literally look like Gumby. <laughs> you look like a white Gumby. You're I don't just the walk around white matter. With the- <laughs> All right. So this question says, why are people constantly staring at me? Because you're gangly. Wherever I go. <laughs> Wherever I go, I catch more than one person staring at me. I have acne, but when people stare, they don't stare at my forehead. They look straight into my eyes. It's not only men, it's also women. <laughs> when I answer Damn a question in class... Just one! Just one woman! It's also the same woman! That haunts my nightmares! When I, when I answer a question in class... Everybody looks back at me, which is very embarrassing. I don't know if it is be- I don't know if it s if I am ugly or extremely pretty. When I ask my eight-year-old sister, she says I'm very pretty, but I feel like she says that to make me feel better. When my teacher called on five people in the class to volunteer, she included me and four other people. When I stood up, everybody stared at me, and I mean everybody. 
I am not that type of person that tries to ignore people when they stare at me. Instead, I stare at them back. I don't have much friends either. It may be because I'm super ugly or I just don't look like a nice person to talk to. Please help me and be completely honest. I need info from boys and girls. Thank you, XXXXX. I like how they didn't provide a picture, though. No, they're anonymous. Like, I feel like that would have been all the clarification Wait, we that needed. was a Yahoo question? Yes. Jonah, I thought you wrote that down. No, <laughs> <laughs> And here I am just blasting. Jonah, like, well, where's the fucking picture? Yeah, I'm just reading from my one. diary. Uh, Jonah, January can I get some help with this? Like, I was like, I didn't know you had an eight-year-old sister. <laughs> I didn't either. Jonah, where's your sister? <laughs> Um, I'm like, why are there so many typos? I feel like you usually can't. I feel like they're they're staring at the person because they stare people in the eyes. Like, if there was somebody who, if I knew, if I looked at, would stare me directly in the eyes, I feel like I would look at that person a lot just to be like, am I still alive? I I also feel like all of the examples that this person provides are like, Attention has been called to you, and so people are looking at you, yeah. and that makes you anxious. Yeah, that's, that's not an that's issue not that people somebody always has to be looking at about. you. I do if, feel like sometimes I feel like people are looking at me and judging, but I feel like that's because deep down inside, I'm very self-absorbed. <laughs> I'm, when I you get put up on a stage, everyone in the audience is going to look at you, which is, that's what I'm comfortable with. See, I feel self-absorbed and self-conscious. And I don't like that combo. That's an actor. You're an actor. But so the thing I usually do is I usually try to be a little more wacky than all of the other people around me. Because I'm like, if I'm wacky and then people are staring at me, I'm like, okay, I'm cool. I'm wacky. It's good. People are looking at me. Eventually they'll stop looking at me. But then I get concerned when I walk in rooms and I look very weird and nobody looks at me. And I'm like, what's happening right now? I feel like this thing happens to me a lot where I'll be somewhere... And, like, a man will look at me, and I'll be like, oh, these men think they could just look at me? Well, like, (laughs) take a gander, because it's not for you, sir. And then I get, like, this boost of confidence. Like, like at the gym, like, I'll be doing something, and a guy will be looking at me, and I'll be like, ho, 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 I have a boyfriend. Don't you dare, sir. And he comes up to me, and he's like, oh, excuse me. I'll take up my headphones, and I'm like, huh, yes. And right before I say I can ha- I have a boyfriend, he'll be like, yeah, so this machine's actually for your legs, and you're standing on it wrong. And so what you'll want to do, and I'm like, why do I step out of my home? Like, why do I? But this is, so people are just staring at this person and they get anxious, which is the total opposite experience. I feel like this girl is just finding school. out that she has social anxiety. I'm, I'm assuming it's a girl. And that she has anxiety. They, they do refer to themselves with, with or, or they do refer to themselves as potentially pretty, which is probably a girl thing to say. I imagine. I, I, don't know, um, I think you guys are pretty. Well, Aww. thank you. But we are... <laughs> We we have been on Tumblr very. Um, we're more we're, exposed to that type. We of are thing. enlightened men. <laughs> we are Jonah did an offensive gay hand. <laughs> he did. I saw it. Listen, half of me is offended. All right. So when I had to play a game, <laughs> thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> one of the, one of the things that I noted when we were doing spelling bee was like, all right, I have to learn all these gay affectations. Only these are all things that I do anyway. <laughs> so what Jonah really this limp, found this was limp wrist. <laughs> this limp wrist, that's just me all the time. Yeah, Jonah, that was you. 
I thought Jonah. I, I'll in be in middle school, I was sitting at a table with my girlfriend and like three other girls. My middle school girlfriend at that time, Ooh. and my my hands were like crossed on the table on top of each other like that. Yeah. And they were like, Jonah, you're you're very you're sitting like very feminine. And I'm like, all right, whatever. <laughs> Jonah, I've been told that I sit. I can sit very manly. I got asked if I was gay when I was in high school like 10 times, and I never understood why. I'm like, I'm like, why do people think I'm gay? I have a high voice and wear dresses, and there's no other things to prove that I'm a straight woman. And, and so, a third example. Yeah. And so then I remember one time um, I asked a friend of mine, I was like, hey, why, does, why do people assume I'm gay? And then she was like, "Well, you don't have a boyfriend." I'm like, "There's tons of people that don't have boyfriends, but they're still straight." And well, then she was just... like, "And then she went, you also have day nails." Oh yeah. Oh. I never thought about that. You should have pulled her fingernails out. <laughs> that would not be okay. that solves the problem. That's not even like She's an insult. Well, no. The thing is, like, I was, I was so. Like, when it came to, like, sexual knowledge, I was the slowest person in high school. So when she said gay nails, I had no idea what she was talking about, and I didn't ask. I don't think I understood what she was saying until I was about 18. (laughs) Um, What's really weird is that I'm, like, the straight friend in my friend circles. That is pretty funny. (laughs) That is really funny. That's very true. Sometime within the past year, I started thinking about, all right, so which of my friends are straight? And I sat there for a long time trying to think of one. <laughs> Jonah, you like, infiltrated. Miguel. Okay. Well, Miguel's not like in my close circle. Okay. Like, I'm sorry, Miguel. But <laughs> you, can change, you can change that. <laughs> I'm not emotionally close to Miguel. All the people that Ooh, I've that spent hurt. like... That hurt me. The, all of the people that I've spent like the most time around have been in some way in the LGBT community. Okay. Yeah. And I also find it really weird that with all of the ways that a person could find themselves in the LGBT community, I found none of them being the person that I am. You there just... have been very... Like, in high school and uh, not so much in middle school, because in middle school, when people were like, hey, are you gay? I would just be like, no, because, you know... That was that time when it was... Masculinity out... normalized. Yeah. That's not words. Um, normalized. Then, yeah. And then in high school... Me normal. And then in high school and college, at various points, um, people would ask me if I'm gay. Some, some people... Uh, who will remain nameless insisted that I was gay. Oh, those—that's the worst. Um, yep, and My and name. formed very abusive relationships founded on that belief. Aww. Um, but so throughout high school and college, I started thinking, am I like gay or bi? And I'm just not. I'm just not. To everyone who still has that thought, I'm just not. Yeah, no, I've never. It's so funny. I've never had that thought about you. I've never had that You're the thought. The only one. The Jonah, minute I, I knew whenever whenever I started becoming friends with Solange, I thought, yeah, he could maybe be bi. <laughs> it was obvious to everybody but uh, me, apparently, and me. But just because I don't, th- I just, you I just, just don't, don't think, about, think it. about those things Jonah, to begin with. The only, the only reason I feel like you might have effeminate actions is because your limbs are so long yes. that I don't see yes. any other option. Like when also, you stick your arm out, your hand goes limp because that's gravity. Also, all of my friends 
until I was 14 were girls. And guys, guys were all terrible. Do um, lesbians hang out with other guys? Because maybe that's why people thought I was gay. Have, I only hang out with guys. It's so weird. I have a couple lesbian friends at TCU. And I will say, it's very nice to not think about whether somebody wants to have sex with me. Because I'm constantly paranoid. I'm like, am I good enough for this person to have sex with? Like, it's not like I'm going to do it. But I just want to be the kind of person that they would have sex with. But then I run into these people and I'm like, oh, they don't? Okay, cool. Now we can just like that hang means, out That means you're a cool dude. There are some mm. dudes that become friends with lesbians and go, let's just see. <laughs> if I can make... Let's see if I can convert her. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know. All right, cool let's kind of go. Uh, let's go to missionaries. <laughs> God's position. That's what we call a double entendre. Oh my god, that was pretty good. That was a good one. That was, dare I say it, best joke of the night. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Best joke of 2019. <laughs> gonna yes. be honest, I didn't get it. Uh, are you being you real, go to a real Christian honest? university? I, I, didn't, I didn't get it. Are you Wait, being are real honest? Are people allowed to have was, sex was at Texas Christian University? God, I hope so. Are you being real honest? Was the joke that I was at a Christian school and the position was missionary? Well, the joke was Close. like converting her. Okay. You are also at a Christian I school. I was just thinking of converting somebody sexually, so like religion didn't even come into it for me. I never. I mean, you use the word convert. Yeah, and so if you're that fair enough. When you say the word convert, you immediately think of religion. I feel like if in you're, retrospect, it was it was very funny. I feel like if you're trying to, if you're, I feel like if you're trying people. to make a gay woman straight, you refer to it as like turning her, not right. necessarily so on. Like a I feel like reverse spaghetti. So you're either you're either a trying complete... to turn something like wiggly straight, and it's like it's like trying to turn noodles like dry. You're either a conquistador, <laughs> a vampire, or. Leaving a string of spaghetti out in the sun until it's like, it's no other options. Because it's been deprived of everything You're that it wants. You're baking a limp noodle. I'm putting a woman out in the sun and saying, be straight. <laughs> like men again. <laughs> Your beliefs are wrong. Baking a limp noodle, also the name of my sex tape. <laughs> I want to see that tape. Just you to see where it goes. Looks like, I think I was, I forget what movie it was in, but... In this movie, Adam Devine. I remember being Adam Devine. He goes, looks like someone overcooked the soft pretzel. Is he making a joke that it's a hard pretzel? This is a joke about penises? I know. Well, Shelby's silent laughter, I assume. Yes. I assume that that's what's happening here. <laughs> hey, here's a question for us uh, actors. Okay. This one even has an answer to go with it. Perfect, because I'm out of them. <laughs> uh, this question by Anonymous on Yahoo Answers says, How can I learn to stop being envious and jealous of celebrities? Same! I've always jealous my... F I'm always jealous my favorite celebrities are rich and have a nice family when I've never had a nice family or been rich. I know it's silly being jealous, but I can't help it. I try to tell myself not to be... And someone named Bai. Wait, wait, can we give our answers before we hear the correct answer? Alright. It's not the correct answer, it's just an answer that came with okay, it. Okay, then let's, let's hear the answer. Someone said, read about a thing called adaptation level uh, phenomenon, 
and realize that even... Oh, read about a thing. It's an instruction. Okay, read about a sense. thing called <laughs> adaptation-level phenomenon and realize that even celebrities are not truly happy because yeah. it's in our nature as humans to always want something more than what we have, mm -hmm. even when we've got it really good. Mm -hmm. Watch Thank Bojack Horseman. movie. Oh, as a related note, this is very well explained in the show Bojack Horseman on Netflix, uh -huh. which is a very good show. That it is a very good show that, like Rick and Morty, you should not connect with the protagonist. No, you should connect with the. You should, you should connect with the protagonist because he has very relatable issues. Yes, but he's an asshole. He and people is. People use it to justify their assholery. No. But the thing is, the one thing the show makes very clear is that he's an asshole. So if you connect with him, that's supposed to point out a danger. They make it real clear in the most recent season because they realized what was happening. Rick and Morty too. Both Rick and Morty and BoJack Horseman in recent uh, in the recent seasons have been like, all right. So we know what sort of community we have. We need to say screw you to that community. I would argue that's not a symptom of the community, but instead of the story of the characters and natural no, character growth. But they, but they, it is very. If uh, I did pick up a lot that they were trying to alienate people that would use that character in either show to justify their behavior. Well, yeah, I mean. But Where, I think whereas that the, the show the up leading to that point had had been more, you know, doing the art that they want to do. It felt very much like they had to stop and be like, no, this isn't okay. We're going to keep doing our story, but you need to know that we're not in favor of this. Yeah. See, I, here's something I feel that, that shows do a lot in regards to fandoms is they realize that a certain part of their fandom or their community is very toxic. But at that point, they can't say anything without risk risking not having any fans like without risking not being successful and i think most companies choose success over trying to get rid mm -hmm. of those people and then later are like acknowledge those things and are like oh yeah this this part of the community is toxic like i i've met a lot of toxic communities online that's not fair i've met a few toxic communities online the steven universe fandom was one of the <laughs> most in the world about the stupidest things on the planet. Hey, where are the most toxic communities? Always the ones that come from shows that are about love and acceptance. Aha! Uh -huh. But the Rick and Morty communities are just like, yeah. let's get this Szechuan sauce. Uh, Rick and Morty... I Okay, I'm gonna say something. Probably, I'm gonna say an unpopular opinion. The Rick and Morty... The Rick and Morty fandom is the worst fandom. Yes, uh -huh. and I love Rick and Morty. I love Rick and Morty. And I hate the fandom. Rick and Morty is a great show. I can't mm -hmm. watch more than two episodes without having a full-on anxiety attack. Listen, every <laughs> fandom is going to be terrible eventually. See, but here's the thing. Agreed. I started watching the show with my brother and talking to nobody about it except my brother. Mm -hmm. So it was a very, like, family thing. It was, like, a me and him thing. And then this whole fandom started, and I was like, oh, okay. People, that's cool. People love Rick people and Morty. People ruined things. And then the dumbest fucking people started liking the show and talking about it and getting fucking tattoos and making all of us look like dipshits. Have and you guys heard about like, wait? Have you guys heard about Pickle Rick? Because yeah. it's literally the funniest thing that's ever happened ever. What? Pickle Rick, just yeah. the existence of yeah. that, and it was funny because <laughs> it was like a satire in the episode, and people got tattoos about it. So See, that's what I feel. The whole point of that episode ended up being. <laughs> See, ended up being contrary to Rick, but all people focus on were Pickle Rick. Yeah. Here's the thing: the shows like that make fun of a premise, and they do it so satirically, and they do it so well 
that it completely goes over the heads of the intended audience. You sound... And then they get tattoos. You sound like part B of the two-part fandom that is Rick and Morty. There's the part of Rick and... There's the Rick and Morty fandom part A, which, you know, things go over their heads and they just notice really stupid stuff like, haha, says one sauce, haha, pickle Rick. Like, Mm -hmm. this show is so zany and funny and I am a better person for liking it. And then there's the second part of the fandom that's like, you all are stupid because you don't understand the intricacies of just how <laughs> smart and well-written Rick and Morty is. I'm definitely the second part. Yeah, and it's like, you're all imbeciles because you don't understand that when he says wubba lubba dub dub, he's actually paying a reference to the Dutch literature that is like, like they go way too deep and uh. then they go, and I'm a smarter person for liking Rick and Morty. Just like... My blood type, I'm AB, and I feel both sides of it. That's that was, not true. I'm actually that was, that a, was pretty funny. I'm actually a negative. Um, you just ruined the joke, but wow. it worked. Solange, it worked. You, you thought it was funny, didn't you? I sold the audience. Um, who's who's even in. who's even gonna listen to this? Gary better be fucking uh, listening. Aaron, my dad. I've cursed a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's me too. I really don't want to disappoint your dad, Joan. I think your dad's great. Okay. I say hi to him whenever I go to Chick-fil-A. Can we vote that if anybody here disappoints Jonah's dad, it can be Jonah? Jonah, That's that was fair. so mean. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean... I thought that that was going to be funny, and it wasn't. And now I just feel bad. I'm sorry, hey. Jonah's dad. I think we all immediately feel bad when we make a joke, and it's met by silence. <laughs> and it's just met by... Yeah. Okay. And then we go, oh my god, sorry. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I was like, what's this last comment that I wrote to myself? Yeah. But it's just Cosmonaut Variety Hour. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, okay. You, by the way, like when this is over, we should watch that. It's great. Alright. Yeah. Um, uh, in that case, we should finish up soon. Because then... <laughs> Remember when Solange has to go back to Gainesville? How are we doing on time? Uh, we've been recording for an hour and 45 minutes. Whoa. Uh, it is 11 p.m. Ooh. Okay, you know what that means? That means my mom has texted me twice to tell me to be quieter. Has she? Yes. <laughs> she did. She she I feel bad cuz I didn't realize it until we'll like I didn't realize out. it until about a few minutes ago. She said, "Please quit yelling with the prayer hands." As if begging me. And then and then she texted me like a couple minutes after that saying, "Please be quieter, please." Can you tell her that I'm sorry <laughs> and me also? Yeah, because here's the thing, like, she would never, she always tells me, this happens almost every time I have friends over and she has to go to bed, which I will admit, it's very disrespectful of me, but she acts like I'm the only loud person in my friend group and then no one else contributes. When literally all my friends are actors, like... When it's it's your friend's fault. Well, this is probably the only episode that there will ever be of this podcast. I don't know. Split well, it up into ten minute increments, get... and we'll pretend there's been a lot. Hey, Solange, for Christmas, I got you a laptop. Uh... <laughs> Perfect. Well, no, I'm having so much fun. We gotta like, like, I feel bad. Me and Jonah will go to Texas. <laughs> hey, hey, Shelby, you can ride with us to Gainesville. <laughs> How I want, am I going to get a No, one of the plans that we came up with was that Shelby and I would just record the podcast by ourselves. Yeah. And then Solange would listen to what we had made and insert his own audio on top of that. Can we do the thing where, like, Stan Lee did where he pre-recorded all of his cameos? Yeah. And then I'd make, like, I do, like, a monologue, and then you include that in an episode, and then I like I the I like the idea that you record, like, 50 responses to jokes that have never been said and then we just try to stick them in randomly to what we've recorded i like it 
I think it's a good idea. Yeah, like you like we'll just be talking about something completely random and then we'll we'll clip in Solange being like, Yeah, there's nothing like a saddle full of banana pudding, am I right? Like That does sound like something I'd say. <laughs> Isn't that what they do in Texas? Yeah. Everybody has yeah, saddles full of dessert. Yeah. Hey, remember when Jonah was being so loud he woke Shelby's mom up? No, it was it was B. I think I don't know. Who's no, the loud, pro- who's the loudest out of the three of us? Much. I think this it's is Jonah. Me, this is me right now being quiet. Yeah, so. no, that's that's me too. But Jonah's here, just so girthy. Here's in his the voice. thing though, people always tell me I'm loud like I'm not aware. But <laughs> Shelby, do you know you're being loud? Yeah, and I'm like, what? Like no, like, I know I'm being loud, but the thing is, when I'm not loud, people get concerned. Like, they come up to me and they're like, hey, are you okay? You're you're talking at a normal oh, level. <laughs> I have I have only three stages. One is, Jonah, you're so quiet. And one is, Jonah, you're so loud. And one is, Jonah, stop yelling. And I'm like, I'm not yelling. This is my normal conversation voice. <laughs> Just because it's in an argument does not mean I am yelling. <laughs> Just because I'm yelling at you doesn't mean I'm yelling. Like this is very different from yelling. Yeah, no. Like my mom will do that little like I'll just be I'll just be talking to her about something I'm really enthusiastic about. And she'll go, okay, you're yelling. See, <laughs> that's it's easy. just to let you know. It's just really easy to yell. But here's the thing: this is also really easy to talk louder than other people. Oh, for sure. And that's what I like to do because when other people are talking, I'm like, all right, I want to talk now. And then I speak louder than that. That's why cafeterias get so loud because it's just like constantly. You got to talk over over the next person, except now you have fifty other conversations that you're talking over. Because kids in cafeterias don't have conversations; they just talk at each other. No one listens. No one, no one in like a cafeteria or a classroom thinks, "Oh, this place is so loud. I need to talk louder." It's just like a natural progression of their voice. Yeah. Anyway. Do we want, like, one last question before yes. we close this episode? Let's, let's do a conclusion question. Conclusion. All right. Uh, this one says... This one's just for uh, Shelby. It says, <laughs> ladies... Okay, cool. Are shiny dazzle basketball shorts attractive on guys? 100% I can answer yes. this and I say yes as well yeah for sure no I'm all about that those like tiny 1970s shorts men need to bring those back I love them but I'm also weird yeah <laughs> also uh, chaps need to come back alright the Texan has spoken we're ending the episode now goodbye right. goodbye, goodbye. thanks for my listening my name is Jonah thanks Gary <laughs> also awesome. shout out to uh, Seawall on SoundCloud god <laughs> Thank you, Colin. <laughs> I've tagged you in every podcast I've been in. I love you, buddy. My name is Shelby. My name's Salon. <laughs> and we're just acting natural. That's that's the outro. And then, like, you we have like a angel. we have like a theme a theme song that's like yeah. Let's, let's do 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 acting natural gingers and a mustache acting natural all right that's it